Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our lifechangers.info podcast. Today, we have fellow Illinoisan and new BFF, Heather Lowe. Welcome. <laughs> Heather, yeah, um, created this amazing program, Ditch the Drink, and she does online digital programming, one-on-one coaching, and corporate wellness initiatives. I'm so happy you're here with us today. Oh my gosh, what an honor. Thank you so much. This is fun. Yeah, this really is fun. And I just want to say that it was really fun when we first connected. I felt like we had a really fun time getting to know each other. And I just meet the coolest, most fascinating people doing this job I love. And you are one of them. I just love what you have created and your inspiration. Oh, thank you so much. That's how I felt too. I call it MFEO made for each other. Yeah. It's sort of like serendipitous how, you know, we just connected and we had all these things in common and we truly feel like best friends after just a meeting or two. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I totally agree. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you came up with ditch the drink and what your inspiration behind it was? Yes, absolutely. So I quit drinking myself in February of 2018. This was after a lifetime of drinking. I'm actually from Wisconsin. I drank through high school. Uh, I drank through college. I met my husband in a bar. My parents met in a beer tent. So it was very much the norm, you know, Mm -hmm. drinking culture. And it definitely wasn't always a problem. I had um, my daughter. I have two daughters. And there was this like mommy wine juice culture that I fit right into with, you know, maybe drinking a little pink wine during the day or having wine at play dates and things of that nature. When my youngest daughter went to kindergarten, I had left a job that I had had for 10 years. That was just a beautiful company and a beautiful job. And I was able to get promoted and work part-time and continue to Um, increase my responsibilities and I could work from home and I could go into the office. I was recruited for a bigger position, a full-time, big-time position to be a director. And my youngest was going to kindergarten. So I decided to take a leap of faith and take that new job. And I immediately hated it. It was also very much a drinking culture. You know, there was early morning meetings there was mandatory happy hours. It was like the meeting after the meeting was happening. Um, you felt there was a pressure, drank. almost a pressure to be drinking. Yes. And I was in sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was super common and almost part of the job description to be a yeah. drinker. So right. that also wow. worked for me because I was a drinker. Right. <laughs> so, um, however, I was miserable in that job. So I got a new one. Um, same thing sales, networking, drinking. I was miserable in that job. So I got another one. This one had a, they offered me a beer at my 10 a.m. interview. They had a beer cake in the office. And yeah, I turned that down, but I teased if it was wine, I would have said yes, which to be honest was probably the truth. (laughs) So I said it as a joke. Yeah. So through a series of really trying to manage being a mom at home and having these jobs that I was unhappy with, with a lot of responsibility, I also lost three loved ones of mine in three years. I was asked to do three eulogies. One was my dad. The other two were friends that were my age. They left unexpectedly without warning. So my mental health was really starting to plummet. I um, did not know how to handle grief and I didn't know how to cope with those sad feelings. So I drank more. My drinking took a downward spiral. And for three years, I did some sober experiments you know, hundred days sober and then back to drinking five months sober one time and then back to drinking. 
because I was really trying to keep alcohol in my life, to be honest. I was going to say, how did you get that? Like with the grief, and like you said, you kind of spiraled. I would think that that would be a time to not do these experiments in a sense. Like, so did you kind of plummet? Like, did you hit what you feel like would be rock bottom or? Yeah. So I feel like I had many little like rock bottom. So I never went to jail. I never went to the hospital. I never lost a job. None of those things, but I just had moments of misery Mm -hmm. and I worried. I mean, my mom was worried about me. My husband was worried about me. My kids had seen me after too many drinks and it doesn't have to go any lower than that is how I felt. I was getting concerned because I could see my dependence on alcohol growing. Mm -hmm. I started to need it not just want it. And I started to not feel good without it. And so, um, it was scary. It was a very, it was a very scary time for me, even though on the outside, I was incredibly high functioning. I was getting up early, making my kids lunches. I was drinking in private. No one knew my neighbors didn't know, you know, I only my inner circle knew, and I'm not the only one struggling with this, you know, secret. No, right. Of using alcohol to cope. And we live in a society that tells us alcohol's fun, rosé all day, you right. know, like <laughs> coffee to wine. And um, this might, there might be wine in here, you know, in our coffee cups and a purse that holds wine and all these things. So what it was very normalized what I was doing, but really my anxiety was increasing so much. I was having panic attacks. I was waking up with a anxiety. Now, you know, a hangover with this just crippling anxiety and depression, low level depression became, I was looking forward to nothing. I mean, my perfect life and there was nothing to look forward to. Mm. So I quit for good. I didn't know it was going to be for good, of course, (laughs) back on my last day one, but I have rebuilt my life since then. And it has been so beautiful. It has been the best journey and I'm loving sobriety more than I ever loved drinking. Wow. So I got, yeah, certified as a professional recovery coach. My background is in social work. I got, I became a certified life coach. So now I created these classes and this coaching to support other professionals like me who are secretly struggling with alcohol and mental health. Yes. I mean, this, your story and authenticity, I just, it hits me so close. I just feel like to me, this is what we need as like a world, you know, and as a country and this, this authenticity of saying like, here, I am someone, I know what it's like to be in your shoes. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to be kind of on the other side and find that joy again. And, and so how do you reach people? Like, how are you reaching your market? Yeah. So, um, I'm on Instagram. I have a growing Instagram following and anyone who's just starting to get curious about getting sober curious or looking at evaluating their relationship with alcohol. There's a great sober community on Instagram. So follow ditch the drink there. I'm also on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on YouTube. I send a weekly newsletter to my subscribers. So I offer tons of free resources. If you're just dipping your toe in or just getting curious. I would say to anyone though, it's awesome to question it. It's okay to question it. And it's not a tightrope of perfection that you have to walk. So you don't have to quit drinking forever. If you decide to take a break, you can commit to getting curious about yourself, learning about yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's really no judgment or blame from me. One, because I was in that position and two, because we went to alcohol as a solution. I mean, it was not meant 
to be a problem. It was meant to be a solution and it worked until it didn't. Right. That's exactly right. It's just one of those coping mechanisms that once you figure out, oh, wait, this coping mechanism isn't working for me anymore. I need to find some new ones. Right. Right. And just, I mean, my fear, my greatest fears were that um, a sober life was a life of like deprivation, Mm -hmm. that it was going to be really sad. And it's totally been the opposite. So I love shouting from the rooftops, how many more adventures I've been on, how much more fun I'm having, how good it feels to wake up and feel good every day, how I'm really taking action on all my goals and dreams, things I was never able to do when I was stuck in a drinking loop. I would really love, maybe not on this particular podcast, but I am just so interested to learn what that was. Like, what was that inspiration or that light bulb where it was like to not feel the deprivation? right? Like to get out of deprivation, like those tools that you have. So I think that, um, my struggle isn't as much alcohol. It's like sugar and food, but to me, it's very similar. And so I can relate to it so much. And, um, and it's still, you know, it's just a personal struggle too. So I'm really inspired by you and the work you're doing. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to sign up for some of these sessions, <laughs> one-to-one coaching sessions. So, so yeah, no, I'm really so happy you've joined us and are sharing your passion that you're doing with all of us. And I, I know some amazing new clients are going to find you on lifechangers.info. And thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you for the opportunity, Joanna. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank Bye. You. Bye.